Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, y'all? It's Dave Yard with Blackcent. And what's up, y'all? It's Jasmine with the New Black Collective, and you are now tuned in to Stories of the Streets. Uh, as always, Stories of the Streets is sponsored by Change Waco, Rogue Media, Blackcent, and the New Black Collective. All right, y'all. We are back. I know it seems like forever. Yeah. We, we had to enjoy our holiday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that didn't have to push it back a little bit. Um, but, you know, we're back. And we're doing another kind of like... Uh, easier just happier kind of just like you know not really story based um episode but kind of just more like stories you know just kind of talking about a general subject and today we kind of decided that we're going to talk about just like black television like you know um kind of where we were and where we're at now and kind of where we're going yeah so in our preliminary talk uh we were talking about upn um I know for me growing up, UPN was something that my family and I watched a lot just because of the influx of black shows on there, um, black positive figures, even the cartoons. There were more black cartoons, seems like, back then. And I know I used to wake up happy on Saturdays to watch cartoons and even just the weekly shows like the black sitcom, seeing positive role models. Um, that was something that was big for me. Um watching UPN because a lot of the shows that I watched before UPN became a thing were older shows like Different World. Yeah. Let's not forget to mention that was Different World, yeah. um, the Cosby show. And um, those are really the only shows that we have for us other than like Good Times yeah. and the Jeffersons and stuff. It, I'm trying to think. I don't want to like quote that video too much because I'm just saying, don't sound like, oh, I saw the video, so now I'm going re- you know, to repeat everything. But a lot of them shows um, – my family watched, you know, I was, I was born in 98. So when a lot of the shows were, you know, really in their prime, I'm ba- barely, you know, understanding what's going on. I'm just kind of watching it because everybody else is watching it. But I remember having fond memories of like um, the Parkers one on one was really dope. Like yeah. a, a lot of them <laughs> are on Netflix now too. So you can even like, uh, you know, re-enjoy them. And uh, I think like Sister Sisters was on a different network, but it ended up on like with UPN and stuff like that. And it was just really cool because, um, yeah, it didn't it didn't feel as like uh forced like right. nowadays. Like diversity nowadays, people have caught on to like you throw in, you know, a range of people, you get 
those people going to go see your movies, going to see your TV shows. So there's a lot of people who throw in diversity just to throw in diversity. But the whole movement of just UPN and their, like, black sitcoms that came out was just, like, raw, real, like, television. Like, it was just mm-hmm. real, you know, experience. And I saw someone the other day who was, like, um, our shows nowadays don't have, like, the same energy as those, you know, as those did. And I don't, I really don't understand, like, you know, I, 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 it's weird, you know, we've progressed so much in technology and, like, you but know, with just, like, an understanding of the world. so much but, yeah. in substance. And I think that's the biggest thing is I don't really watch um, TV anymore <laughs> just because it seems like everything is supposed to be dramatic or reality-based. And it's, like... I mean, when that was first, you know, introduced to us, oh, this is reality television or this is a drama series. Yeah. It was okay at first, but now it's like overly saturated and it's overwhelming. It's yeah. like, oh, so you never have anything positive you to never, show never, us. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't I don't know. It does it's a whole different whole different vibe because like you said, coming from a time where we grew up with shows like the Parkers and um, Half and Half and One on One, yeah, like all of those shows. It's like, yeah, they had their issues, but there wasn't a heaviness yeah. over those shows, yeah. you know, it all was, the time. They still play with it. Like there is, I was watching. I've been watching the Parker Twos on Netflix, and they throw in a lot of jokes that like people nowadays would be like really upset over. But just watching it, I'm like, it's nothing really like disrespectful about it. It's just like. They're, they're playing with it the same way people do. Like, it's mm-hmm. like a, a real, like, representation of, like, how, like, kind of everyday people, everyday life is. Like, every day that you are blessed with is a different little episode. Like, you got to do, you got something else going on. It's a roller coaster on. here. You got some, and then <laughs> it's just now, it's just now you have stuff going on in real life that's real and raw and can be stressful. And then you watch TV shows and you send her stressing for these fake characters that you don't even yeah. know. And it's like, you shouldn't be <laughs> like, why, you know, why do you have that same, you know, um, just that same energy, you know, everywhere. There's not really a lot of escapism nowadays in, like, our media. It's really, unless it's, like, superhero, blockbuster movies, stuff like that. Like, there's no, there's no real escape. You're just watching, you know, kind of a real inf- a real reflection of what's going on. It's, like, it's kind of tiring. Yeah, it's kind of heavy, and that's why I said I don't really watch TV anymore because it's like, uh, I mean, if I wanted to see sadness, I would watch <laughs> the news. <laughs> or I would get online since y'all feel like, everything is meant to be recorded so it's it's different now There's and like you said I, I go back and watch the old shows yeah <laughs> I think uh, I remember the last like few that people just kind of really gravitated towards with the game and everybody hates Chris um I'm trying to think of like like what else Empire was, and, 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 and it, it was see, another show what was the other one Power Power yeah yeah and, but, and, but Power is still going on now but Power is exhausting um <laughs> have you seen Power no Power is really like Fifty Cent is really I don't know I mean, I'm not gonna say Dragon it he's keep, toxic in as an individual so yeah, I can imagine how the show is the show was very like yeah the show it's, it's it's a good show like I'm not gonna say it's not a it's not a bad show like I don't like not enjoy you know watching it but it's like a task like I, I right. have a friend that's like basically finishing up Power getting ready to start the second series because a Power like book two like series and I'm like I'm still on season two because I'm like a season three something like that because I just like right. I don't have like yeah that's how I am sure. with um, Empire I just started watching it and I'm like this is very dramatic see like, I fell off of Empire after season two there yeah was, it's very a, very dramatic I'm yeah. like um okay y'all don't always <laughs> have to have a whole lot of drama and mess going on, on but yeah. it's like crazy and so I think like people idolize those things and whether people believe it or not what you feed yourself 
by watching or listening to like whatever you are feeding yourself is what you become what you believe in and so they see these rich people and they think oh but they have money so they can do that no the the way that they act i would if you had to pay me i still wouldn't do it because it's kind of ridiculous and i'm like "Mm," you know um i think um people are partially right when they say like music influences us I'm not going to say that it's totally responsible for people's actions, but I do believe that some people are not cognitive enough to um, separate um, <laughs> separate um, lyrics and scripts from real life. No, a lot and of people so are, yeah. when you are feeding that to a mass amount of people, yeah, you're going to have problems because they start believing, oh, this is the lifestyle I want to live. Yeah. But it's like that's fictional like yeah. it's not it's fictitious that you, person isn't even living that lifestyle <laughs> you don't really like that's not even a real person and those yeah. people that are playing those roles when they go home they talk totally different and yeah. they walk totally different yeah. and their lives do not reflect whatever they're you know whoever they are as that character and so i think it's kind of crazy because i'm just like you know mass media is really it's it's really getting to the people but i mean we can go back to starts at home the education system because yeah. like people really are not cognitive enough to understand this is not reality. And so I think that's where a large part of the infatuation um, that people have with these shows comes from. It's like, Oh, I want to be like that person. That's yeah. not even a real person. Like you said, <laughs> why are you so attached to this person that yeah. is fictional? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like what you, yeah. What you said, like, like right on the nose. I I know a lot of people who have really just dive like just head first into the stuff that they like kind of consume, and then not really even be like any types of accurate. Like you know, like I don't. And I don't, they will argue you. Yeah. Down. Like legit. they will fight you. I have. I have. Ah, do I even want to get into this? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have this like um, I know this person who just really kind of just like um a big fan of like black culture and uh, it's just kind of like crazy to me because a lot of the stuff that he like associates with like our culture isn't really like you know our culture stuff that i'm like you've seen you've heard so you think that and it's like it's not that at all and it's just kind of it's just that effect you know versus like you know back in the 90s back when we had these new shows back when a lot of the creative talent um beginning to end like you know all behind you know the scenes where black time like you know black people versus now where there's kind of more i'm not gonna say like more cooks in the pot but there's usually just one person that you kind of like hear of like um kenya barris is a person that does like all the blackish shows tyler perry yeah and 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 i don't even want to get into tyler perry we can have a whole other conversation about about tyler perry yeah you know i mean at first it was entertaining to me and i'm not gonna lie i enjoyed when he had the stage plays i love the stage plays um but as he progressed and we probably are gonna get attacked for this because like don't beat your own people down but it's not beating him down i feel like as he um progressed and he got more popular it became more yeah, it was it was less entertaining and more messy for me because it's like yeah. now I feel like you're demonizing black women and See, you're making us out to be weak and we always have issues yeah. and like the black man is the hero or any man for that matter is the hero 
and we're not strong enough to sustain ourselves. And that's how it comes off for a lot of stuff that he's been producing. We can have a whole conversation <laughs> about that. Like, it'd be dope to get somebody to come on and talk about that. With we us. need, yeah, somebody that would debate with us. Because, because <laughs> yeah, no, because um, I've, I've, we went off from TV shows, it's fine. But, um, it, but he has TV shows. He does, he does. Those shows on BET, and that's why I brought and it up. And it's a slew. Like, he, like uh, he's, he's taking over BET, and, like, BET Plus is basically, like, Tyler Perry Plus. Like, I don't, I don't have it, but I know, like, I've seen the advertisements and all the plays are there now and like most the of his movies, movies are there and now. the TV, TV shows, shows and I've heard now. very horrible things about the TV shows I, I don't I'm really disappointed in him bringing back House of Pain since we're on TV shows House of Pain was another Malik really horrible he, and see uh, he apparently got like some like health issues that's what I found out but I, think I can understand why yeah it's stressful exactly. and it's I like when it's, you're in that environment of course you're not going to be able to care for yourself because it's like that's a very you I I personally think because they are like so like loyal they don't even go act anywhere else yeah. i feel like there's something like under the surface that See, they are going through. i don't think it's that it's that some there's very few people who break out of like working with tyler perry like china china mcclain did you know she right, became really popular. yeah so um there's some people who can do it but i don't like, i just feel like I, I don't know they known him for so long and they did that other pain show so you've worked with him you've talked to him so if there's anything right. that they could have did to intervene you know with anything like if it's any like i don't know what the, i forgot what the health issue was but like i don't know like y'all y'all like y'all seem whole, like a close it, enough yeah, family and it affects that. i feel like working in that type of environment because like i always say like we see these people they don't look healthy same thing with chadwick yeah. Um. People like you know. Oh my God, he got some skinny. Or what's wrong with him? And he looks bad. But I don't think that we understand as being just regular people. Yeah. The impact that it takes on them, like, cause we're sitting here talking about the mental impact that it has on just us. But yeah. imagine having to play those roles, or like, I think in one season of uh, House of Pain, Malik struggled with addiction. So you have to become what you're playing, pretend. Yeah, yeah, like where you're pretending to be. So I think that That's that a takes real, a toll on them. A real different mindset to put yourself in yeah i was just gonna say that house of pain was one of the last like black shows that i remember really enjoying before mm -hmm. they like canceled it and then um they did the pains and that was on own and i didn't like that because it only had and like ella and browns curtis and, and then and see meet the browns it was it was a lot it was a lot i only, <laughs> I only liked it for brown and core but right. yeah it was and you now know. the way they have uh tyler perry's assistant living and it's just a bunch of screaming and and it's old people and then brown and core and it's like i haven't i don't i, I, yeah. I watched them online because i've been able to find like the first couple episodes and yeah i'm really disappointed in like you know the different quality that he's done because he was somebody that when he first like came on the scene and first like really started being successful was doing a lot for like black representation. Right. Like if you were like a black actor, you had to be in the Tyler Perry. Like you didn't have to, but, but you 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 need like y'all like <laughs> everybody's been in the Tyler Perry movie. Worked with all of the greats, Maya all Angelou them, like, and everybody. So we don't take anything from them, but it's nah. just like I feel like like Malik is a great example. Um, we don't know what they have to do to become that role because yeah. sometimes I feel like. They play those roles too well. Yeah. And when you have to mentally sit in that space, like even if you are not a drug addict in real life, you have to sit in that space and become that person. I feel like that takes a toll on anybody mm. because you, I mean, yes, your job and this is, this is what they wrote in for you to be. Yeah. But it's like at the end of the day, that is, that consumed you. Yeah. I, I truly feel like that. And that's why I think a lot of black actress and you know actresses they 
they have problems later on in life, even the singers and stuff, because of the stuff that they sing about, the things that they consume, whatever's around them, it yeah. becomes them. And so it's like, you know, we don't know what they're going through. And that's why I was like, when I saw him, I was like, some something is a little off. Right. And then, you know, just the vibe of the show feels different as yeah. well. It, it, yeah. It, it's not even the 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 promos are like same couch and stuff like that, and it wasn't even the same couch. Like, I'm like it's not even like like they never explain. Like, apparently somebody said that the pains was a dream, and that that they never moved to Florida and stuff like that. But oh, I remember that episode. I was like, why did they? But you could have came up with any excuse for why they moved back to Georgia. But you said it's a dream. Like you know, it's just like I don't know. I, yeah, I really I mean, appreciate you, you ran out of material when you're the only one writing. And I saw him post something on Instagram. And he was writing for every show, and I'm like, how every do you show, not have all of his movies? This is my thing. You cannot do it by yourself. So for you to be reluctant to hire other. Black At least writers. writers, yeah, and that's a big opportunity because there's a lot of writers who are black who are trying to make it through, and Tyler Perry has such a, a a good like you have a whole studio like you have the whole like you have a you have the and whole like shebang for, for people yeah for the it's I mean it's, it's crazy because like Disney uses his lot and stuff like that so there's there's big companies that come and throw like him money to use his studio that he didn't build out in Georgia, but yeah he doesn't want to hire like black directors or multiple black directors he doesn't want to hire like um, black writers more and black they writers. were livid about that I saw so many people that had previously worked on him it when that me. happened <laughs> when that happened and I saw all of those people that had worked with him going off on Twitter I was like everybody's not lying yeah like I mean yeah. I mean. It 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 bothered me because I loved his BT speech so much, where he was saying that yes. if you don't feel like you're welcome at the table, go and build your own table, and that kind of just goes into what I feel like. Like I don't, I don't, I feel like there's a da- like it's not a dangerous thing, but I feel like it's an important thing to like hold on to. Like we should all have kind of our own kind of money making built into our own like absolutely but we should also give others opportunities exactly i was gonna say i don't want it to seem like okay the blacks got their like you know wall street stuff going on the, the asian culture got their like stuff going on but we're all in america but nobody crossed paths like you know we all need to still integrate we still need to work together we still need to grow together but it would be for the for the people that everybody can't help you know the, and the people that you know the more diverse people that don't you know want to help is like more mm-hmm. minority groups that need it our our community has to look out for our community and that's where right. i feel like you know building our own table you know works and he's done that so hopefully you know he gets to the point to where he like enlists more writers and um and like he's done like he's i think he's made like two movies where he just wrote it and then like hired like a new director to write it but that new yes, director yeah and his new director hasn't like really done anything like since then or whatever but yeah you know the he has like he has the ability to you know, put people on. So it's right. just like, it's kind of, you know. I think that a lot of people are like, I put myself on and that's great and everything, but without the support of other people, you wouldn't yeah. be on. So it doesn't matter that you think that you put yourself on because if no one was coming to your stage plays and no one was buying tickets to your movies, no one was tuning into your shows, yeah. you wouldn't generate any revenue. So it's day. like the same people that you are refusing to employ like you know (laughs) are the people that essentially made you who you are and so i think the biggest problem that a lot of people have with tyler perry is that we are the reason you are where you are and you refuse to give back to the people that basically put you into the place where you are at least at a large scale like he do a lot for georgia i see that all the time i think that's dope i think you know you there's if you look more at the rap community and now we definitely veering off a TV show a little bit, but the rap community they wholeheartedly believe that you cannot like 
thrive in your home. Like they, there's rappers who are like, your home is where you they, like they have the most hate for you. So there's a lot of rappers who move from home and they'll do stuff for home, but they're not living at the like you know they're not living in their home state, they're not living right. in their hometown. Whereas Tyler went back to Georgia and that's where he built you know his studio and that's where he. Gives but back I thought he was community. from New Orleans. You got me there. I thought he was like <laughs> I like I did. Maybe it's for, I I don't know. Maybe, maybe I really did. I thought he was from New Orleans, but I could like, be mistaken. Yeah, like, like Google that now because I, I don't know. know. Yeah, I was like I, don't, I I thought he was from Georgia. Maybe he is. I don't know. Because I mean, that's from like I remember all the plays Augusta Georgia. He just kept talking about Georgia. Augusta. Yeah, yeah maybe he, just he kept is. Talking about Georgia. Now I feel like maybe his mom or something like that. Well, somebody or, was from New Orleans. Yeah, he like was, I feel he like, brought it up one time. I yeah, think. but that um, makes sense. But yeah, he was from Georgia. That makes a lot of sense, and I think. Um. Oh, we said we were going to talk about Lovecraft Country and Watchmen. The, yeah, and so I think going into those shows, that's the only kind of substance that we have as far as black television is. Uh, like Blackish. Uh, oh yeah, to, I forgot the, about that. I like Blackish to its credit. Like actually sitting down and watching it and then Grownish to an extent. I've like watched that. I haven't tried mixed dish because I literally wasn't. It's a little I, odd. I wasn't um. interested in mixed dish, and then <laughs> and then the show creates a whole like plot hole because in Blackish, um, her mom is like this light skinned woman, and then like in the actual show, uh, Tika Sumter is playing the mom, and Tika Sumter is a dark skinned like black woman. So like, does she get lighter over time? Like you know, oh, like like you know what? I just watched uh, Blackish last night, and I just realized that when they were going through the season where they were having marital problems, mm-hmm. her mom was there, and she looked like a. Lady, yeah, man. like she she was a very yeah she is not Tika something like you know like you just know what you were I didn't even think about that yeah mm. somebody had pointed it out and I was like see like you're starting to do that like a big issue for me with Tyler Perry is personally um he dropped off like with continuity issues there's certain like there's certain things that characters would do and say or certain storylines that would just disappear and like nobody yeah, would ever like mm. reference it again I'm like I don't like that. Um, I don't like that bothers me, me either. so much. It makes no so, sense because yeah. I feel like it should always be a flow, even if you have people going to different shows and they're yeah. playing the same character, they still should have the same storyline. Yeah, like nothing should so be. So don't write them in if you're not gonna nothing, keep them the same because I'm exactly. confused and I'm flustered. Trying to figure, I'm over here like, you know what? The plays exist by themselves, the movies exist by themselves, and the TV shows. And they shows never align because they're, and it feels like they're supposed to, like House of Pain. Like, I remember, I remember vividly, like, uh, Kiki Palmer being on House of Pain, and she was on Medea's family reunion. You know, she became Medea's yeah, like, like foster, foster kid or whatever. Child. And then her and Malik like had like beef in like one of the episodes of House of Pain. And I was, but it like <laughs> she never they never brought her up again. Like no, like and this is the stuff that I don't know, I don't know. But we was on Lovecraft and no, Watchmen and Blackish. Yeah, Blackish is a, essentially Blackish is a good show. Like I will say, that's the one show that I have kept up with. I like Blackish, and I love how they address. Um, black issues because yeah. there's always something it's always a theme yeah. to most of the episodes literally so, every episode there's episodes on hair episodes on prints. like <laughs> yeah like voting like there's an episodes on everything they had a black lives matter episode as well and so i appreciate what black issues for us right now because those mm. like i said some of these shows are the only thing that we have that have substance yeah and it sucks because like i don't know if it's because it doesn't have the same like sitcom look is that why people don't oh, really like right. you know gravitate to her as much as like you know we would probably like them to? But there's a lot of people that I know personally who just don't watch Blackish, and I'm like, 
It's good. It's show. good. Yeah, I'm like, it's yeah, a very I'm good like, show. Yeah, you might look at it and think it's kind of corny or whatever, just because of the way they like do you know things. Because I think it was an ABC show, and it so. has Jennifer Lewis, and she's yeah. hilarious. Jennifer Lewis, Lawrence Fishburne, yeah, Taylor Ross, and like it got a good like a real it has solid, a cast. solid cast. The kids <laughs> are really good. Like the kids are really funny actors. So it's like I, I don't I don't I don't mind Blackish yeah, at all. Blackish is a really solid show. That's one of my show. favorite shows. I'm, I've been watching it and. I don't know. I hate gravitating towards Junior so much. Like I feel like I like I like you I know. Junior bitch. A lot of stuff that Junior be doing. I'm like I I feel you. Like I I wholeheartedly feel you. And it's because of the character that you just are in the show. And I'm like that's crazy to me. Like that's crazy that they can reflect like so many yeah. different shades of black so well. And now they're doing oldish. You know Jennifer and Lawrence getting their own show. Oh, that's gonna be funny. I'm gonna watch that one. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that one. <laughs> I think I that's gonna be funny. I haven't watched. And Mixed then Ish. the director or the writer for Blackish, um, he made his own show. God, Black AF on yeah, Netflix. you know. I don't really like it. Um, um there you go. Yeah, I'm gonna I, give it F. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate what he was bringing to the, the t- table. I, it just wasn't for me. My biggest issue with it was. Is that I didn't really know what it was supposed to be. I like thought it I, was going to be like a documentary, and then it ended up being something like kind that of a seemed satire. scripted. Yeah, it yeah, was really it's weird. Like, it felt like a reality show, like satire. Like it's supposed to be like they supposed to be a reality show, but it's kind of making fun of reality yeah, shows. I was like, this. But at the same you know. time, he was doing stuff that he's already said in Blackish. So I felt like and the was same thing r- that we're talking about, like Tyler Perry, them, all of them on there. Yeah. The same thing that we were saying. Oh, I think he had. Um, Tyler Perry popped up in an episode of Black AF. Matter of fact, yeah. <laughs> he had every like black writer yeah. on there. And it that was really cool to see like yeah. Ava and yeah. Issa. And yeah. they were all on there. That. So I appreciated that episode because it did make sense. Because, I mean, we all talk about it. So why yeah. not talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> No, so, I, I like that episode. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. I'm not gonna say it's a bad show. It's just like it Weird. threw it threw me. It, yeah, it threw me for a little bit. It just colorism like issues. If we're talking colorism, um, I didn't know what time we started talking. Time. I, I didn't. I didn't know what time we started. So I said like a, a time with like 15 I don't know. Minutes. I think we just been running our mouths, but I mean we can we're wrap gonna, it up. Yeah, we gonna wrap it. I just <laughs> want to say this. Um, but dang it, I lost it. Yeah, no. Uh, watching that show. Um. Going into kind of colorism issues a little bit and, mm-hmm. you know, looking back, like we talked about, you know, 90 shows. So people brought this up, Lamar and then like Fresh Prince, like Bill Cosby show, stuff like that, where like the lighter skin characters kind of seem a little bit more like. Dumb. Not that, but I was going to say uh, favorable, like you know, a little bit more privileged, a little bit more just like, you know, well taken care of. Like they are the like the it black people while the darker ones are kind of the ones that get the, the butt end of the jokes and stuff like that. Like, like there's a big there's a big debate like. With, you know, Pam and Gina. Gina, yeah. Yeah, where Pam, like, always got roasted on and stuff like that. And nobody really, like, looked at Pam as beautiful and stuff like that when Gina was the one that always, like, you know, people paid attention to. And um, the show's called Black AF, but then, like, the two leads are, like, light-skinned characters. So, like, that, like, was just a personal bother to me because I was, like, you didn't, if you are going to make the show about you, you could have, like, I don't know, like, did it differently like i feel like you could have like you could have you could have shaped the show differently if it's gonna be more like about you versus um calling it a show like that and then having two like ice skin leads come just like was that his real wife no that's not okay. she's another actress yeah and that's another thing about it i, I yeah, was like she's is this another, his real family she's a real actress um i oh, don't wow. know about the whole family like the whole family maybe i think one of the girls is like a, a another actress or something like that but i really mm. don't yeah i really didn't i was wondering why none of the children looked alike yeah like it's not like it's a it's a legit <laughs> show that he put together to mirror like a reality show and i get the idea but it's just like i feel like it kind of yeah, fell apart in execution it fell apart one of my I friends love it and i'm like you i'm like go on like you you love it you love i was it. glad it was over i'm not gonna lie but i was 
say this as far as like uh bringing up the Cosby show, Denise Huxtable was the least favorable child and she was Which the one was that? the the um, one of the lightest ones. The she was really like earthy and Okay, okay. And, I yeah, and so I'm like, you know, the Cosby show, it was more um diverse to me yeah. because they had different shades of children yeah. and different personalities of kids. And I appreciate that during that time because um, a lot of times we're not allowed to be ourselves. And although they were, you know, reluctant to accept who Denise was, she was still like, oh, I'm about to be myself. Yeah. So I I appreciated that a lot. I remember in that same video I was talking about earlier in the, like, in the recording, somebody, like, uh, the person in the video called, like, the Cosby Show, like, technically not a black show or something like that. Like, it was a show that may, was made to represent black, like, something. Just like, it, no, they said it was a show with a black family in it. Like, they didn't call it a black show, but they are like, it's a show with a black family. And somebody in the comments was like, no, that's not right. Like, just because they're not stereotypical and just because they're, like, been, like you know, in a better living, like, you know, situation and, like, uh, what we are used to seeing black people in doesn't mean it wasn't a black yeah, show. I it's just a different version of a black. Get over what's black enough. Yeah. And, that's and, ridiculous. And that's something <laughs> I feel like goes back into, you know, kind of what we talked about. Right. It's like the media and that's this representation. Really nuts. Is, is not because every. The, b- both of the parents graduated from an HBCU and taught their children, you know, yeah, you're black and this is, this is what life is like, but. You gotta be successful. You gotta do it for yourself. Yeah. So that that's really I've never heard that. Not, yeah, not that it's yeah. a black family on yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Not a, it's just a show with a black family. And I'm like, well, it was so like rich in black culture. I yeah. don't like yeah. even down to the grandparents introducing <laughs> me to artists. You know, they yeah. always play records and stuff. Like listen to artists that I didn't know about. Yeah. So that's very that's a different perspective. I won't say that it's wrong, but it's very different than yeah. what. No. What I took from the show is it, it was a little side comment that they said after listening to a bunch of actual shows that they considered black. So it was like you want to back that one up another video, like you know, make a whole video about what you just claimed to say right there, because you know, yeah, that'd be dope to hear. You know, some people like trolling too, so yeah. maybe that's what it was. Because I'm like, um, yeah, we need that, we need that video because what is a black show like? What's black yeah. enough? Are you? Because then you go to the point of insinuating that blackness means a certain thing. And if you're insinuating that blackness means that it has to be raunchy or like we said, messy, yeah. then you got an internal issue. Cause yeah. that's kind of weird. Yeah. We need that video. Look, we need to watch, watch their YouTube channel yeah. so we can follow <laughs> up this conversation. Okay. I'm going to ask this like, what time is it? I'm going to ask this quick question. And then this will be like the ending like thing. Um, we talked, we brought up Watchmen in like uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft for, for yeah. like a heartbeat. Um, do you like, like, staying, like, revisiting the historical, like, you know, time periods and stuff like that? Absolutely. Are you kind of tired of, like, okay, so you, are you, are you, do you like that? Are you tired? Are you okay with, like, that time period? More like, you know, the civil riots kind of when we were kind of fighting for, like, maybe more the hidden history? Because I think the Tulsa riots was in 1920s. Yeah, so with Lovecraft, I think uh, the reason that I kind of got into that is because, the things that they were showing us, I mean, a lot of stuff that we we know surface level, but yeah. how they went into it. 
the storylines, like they created storylines for that time period. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, there was this police brutality and Emmett Till, like Emmett Till was even in Lovecraft. And so they made him a character yeah. in there. And so, the whole, right, like, yeah. that made a difference is you're seeing these people and then like um, the dad yeah. was there when the Tulsa riots were going on yeah. and he was in the house and he saw one of his friends get, like it was like that, yeah. that makes the difference in versus the, you trying to traumatize us with our our ancestors yeah. past, like that's that's. Uh, I was yeah. gonna ask that are you okay? It's like seeing because a lot of people have been saying that they're ready to move past like slavery, but um, and I'm okay with that. I am like maybe it'd be really it'd be really nice to see some movie about just the African origins when everything yeah. just first started up. That'd because be we didn't really start to slavery, and I think that's yeah. the problem is that people always um want to capitalize and make money off of our our free labor yeah. and our dehumanization and us being subhuman to other people yeah. and i don't think that that's fair to us because that's, that's not where we that started because if yeah. we're gonna go back in time we need to go back to where Mansa Musa was the richest the, man the in richest the world man so of, yeah. we need a movie about that and, and i that's still don't think they topped him yeah like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like that's another topic yeah. but if we want to make movies about you know who black people are and where we started, get it correct. Yeah. Um, we didn't start as slaves. As slaves yeah. And we didn't end there either. Yeah, no. So it's like, yeah, pick another topic. Yeah. <laughs> and I do I do like seeing these like it's kind of more like, you know, just things that happen that people just didn't know about. You know, that yeah, kind of just like I people think like we're people and that's the biggest thing. Even if you make a slave movie, you need to give the characters storylines that yeah. matter. Yeah. We we were we're people who have lives and personalities. So if you're gonna make a movie, let us be human yeah. and let us have storylines that make sense. Because I don't want to just sit there and watch someone get with the whole movie. Yeah. And that's my biggest problem. Is like, okay, so you just gonna, and then you make fifty thousand movies that show the same thing. And then yeah. that's yeah, yeah, I'm with that. We can let it go. <laughs> yeah, move past that topic. <laughs> like we we can let that that narrative go. Yeah. Well, um, you got anything else? No, I think that's all. <laughs> I really appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, it'd be really dope. We got to set up some kind of like mess. I mean, I guess they can talk to us on Instagram, but it'd be really dope if we had like a message board and like, you know, like, you know, oh, yeah. in with like TV shows. Really, like, you know, ask, we got to like, figure a, out how you do that. Yeah, <laughs> ask a we- weekly question and stuff like that. Cause it'd yeah, be dope y'all need to follow us on Instagram and maybe we could put up like polls on our stories. Something like that. That'd be, yeah. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be nice. Um. You know, as always, I'm Dave R. And I am Jasmine, and this is Stories of the Streets. You can follow us on Instagram at Stories of the Streets, and we are streaming now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Stories of the Streets. And you can email us at Stories of the Streets at gmail.com. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.